0: On today's episode of the Built by Bloodline podcast, we are going over what to think when a workout gets incredibly challenging, as well as the future of Bloodline CrossFit. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Know a lot, but I don't know enough. What you doing here? Why you even showing up? Yeah. Showing up or trying to show me love. Why you looking, feels like you don't really know what's up. Yeah. Why you always trying to judge? I know who you are. Yeah. Why you trying to, try to front? Yeah. I am not the man I was Look Make me a promise I just hope you keep it I don't like
0: to get involved with that Back For some more Give me some more If you're not subscribed To the podcast Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts It is good to be here On a Wednesday Talking into a microphone Finished up to 5.15am 6.30am Guess who's here everybody Hello are you yeah. talking about me or no? Yeah, I was talking about okay, you. Okay, cool. Welcome There's to the podcast, everybody. Fourth of July um, week. Yeah, hey, hope you had a... Hey, first of all, happy 5th of July. Happy mm-hmm. 5th. Absolutely. Tomorrow, I'll say happy 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, full week of classes. Had the day off yesterday. Before we get into it, did you, did you do anything fun? What'd, yeah, you, look, have for, what'd you have for Barbecue
1: action with the family. What'd you eat? We had traditional barbecue food, food hot dogs, hamburgers, macaroni, salad, corn on the cob. Um, traditional barbecue food. Traditional salad. Traditional traditional for us, at least. Oh, okay. Um, I say salad. Traditional across everything, but... Potato salad. Yeah, yeah. There were carrots there, which I thought was kind of weird. I brought the carrots. Uh, Got to <laughs> make everything healthy, so beta carotene, you need it. Keep those eyes healthy. Beta. Keep that body healthy. Nice. What else did you have? Any desserts? Did you have any desserts? Definitely had some desserts. My mom made some homemade ice cream sandwiches, which were oh, awesome. they were so good. Had too many. Um... Had some fruit Annie, salad. Annie made Annie made a good uh, blueberry a little mm-hmm. blueberry cake. Mm-hmm. That was really good too. And then Rena's uh, cousin uh, gifted us some some like uh, date desserts, some date cookies. Yeah, they were good. Uh, so they're really. I great. tried one. Yeah. And then I I didn't realize it was dates, and I'm like, oh cool, I'll just. swallow
0: you know. No, I, delicious. I, no, it's not that. It's just like I'm just gonna sh- myself like all over oh. mom's house and and I'm good. No, they're, they're really good. They were really good. Everything was good. I had the uh, the same exact menu, but I ate a little bit more and a lot faster than, <laughs> than Jake did. So, I don't know. No I think I had deal. one
1: too many corn on the cobs. There's yeah, certain I, times I, I show them I'm like, I'm not going to have any corn on the cob today. It just doesn't always. Why? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, corn is always just, I, I feel know. like corn on the cob's is always just a good. But then I have one. I'm like, all right, now I have two and oh, three. and It's only half. Yeah, yeah they were only there were half pieces too. too. Yeah, or okay. half sticks as well. So we're kind of in that moment right now, um,
0: just in the gym. This time of year, it's what you know. Oh, it's Fifth of July. I was like, "What day is it?" It's the Fifth of July. Um, we're in the midst of hot summertime. Mm-hmm. We're in the midst of, hey, this workout's really hard, and I didn't expect it to be really hard. Um, Combined with the heat, the yeah, humidity, dehydration. Hey, we just partied yesterday. You know, I'm just thinking about you know things people were talking about. This morning, what are some things you think about? Like, let's just go just on a hot day. Like for me, I I love when it's hot, but I want to I want to hear your your perspective. Sure, like when it's a hot day, like when it's what, a hot day, not not when the workout's tough. We'll get to that in a sure. second. But what do you think when it's hot out? First of all, what's your, what's your thought process? Just from like a day to day thing, too, not even just in the
1: workout. I'd like you to get to that as well. But Absolutely. What do you think? Well, I don't want to steal your line here, but. No, no, you can. I good. mean, we live in Florida. We live in Southwest Florida. Um, do I say that? Pretty much. I'm just joking. Pretty much tropical rainforest level climate action. So. Um, Let's get tropical. It's, it's part of the deal. And you have to take care of yourself so you can perform well. And what that means for me personally is. I have to hydrate specifically. I've had kidney issues in the past, and I have to make sure that I've watched my urine levels. I have enough electrolytes in my system. I'm, I'm hydrating before, you know, and after. Um, dive a little deeper into that, just so people know, because I don't think people know this. I know you're like,
0: hey, like this and that, but there's a reason for the kidney issues you had. Oh yeah, like, and this is like this is a, an example because this is almost the time of year where where it kind of happened to you. Well, Murph, obviously, no, absolutely. Time
1: so a few years ago, maybe five ish. Years ago, I, I did Murph, um, really hard. I think it was right through um, unpartitioned, um, and then just in a different place in my life. Stayed up late that that day. Didn't recover well. Had sharks practice the next day. Didn't the Grid League the Grid League yeah. didn't eat well that whole weekend, and um, just a different place in my life. And I ended up getting a little bit of rhabdomyosis, which is where you kind of Myolysis you, you can't uh, catch up with the amount of muscle breakdown that's occurring and some of the muscle proteins come into your urine and you end up peeing blood and stuff like your that. Kidneys, you just yeah, Severely your dehydrated your kidneys, um, you know, risk risk having long-term issues. So I suffered from that about five years ago and it really turned around my outlook on hydration, taking care of my body, especially during the summertime. Um, you know, Zach and I originally from up north, and you don't necessarily obviously get the humidity or the heat um, absolutely right. that you do down here. So it was a a real big wake up call that need to make sure that hydrating extremely well personally. And that means, you know, oftentimes folks see me, I don't bring it here, but I have my gallon of water that I drink throughout the day that's at the house. I don't don't bring it here anymore, but um, I used to. Gallon jug guy. Gallon jug guy. And, you know, I've talked to other people about uh, different electrolyte packet mixes that, you know, you could pour into your water that help you replenish the the salt and the electrolytes and mineral stuff that you lose when you sweat out as well. Just making sure that I can I can rehydrate at the best possible rate. So all that stuff plays into effect before I even set set myself, you know, up for a workout. And then of course, you know, I like to wear my headbands. I like to wear my sweatbands on my wrist. It keeps the sweat out of my eyes. But um, honestly I prefer working out in the heat versus the cold. In the cold, even when it's wintertime here, which is non comparable to the north flip side, um, dude the bars are cold. The body takes longer to just get loose. I feel like so. I'm, I be grateful that it, when it is warmer, the body can can move better. I think right naturally because it is just warmer, more humid. The the joints are ready. The muscles are are a little bit more ready. Right beyond you know in comparison to when it's when it's cold outside. So yeah, I I, I find that I have to take care of myself more, but I also value it more than it's cold because I feel like my body's. At least looser and ready to ready to hit it more than when it's cold. And I have to just take a little bit longer. The barbell's cold, the rig's cold. My hands are feeling cold and tight. So yeah, that's at least some things that come to my mind before I even start the workout when it gets hot outside. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Everything. Um, I, I I agree with you. Everything about working out in the in the heat is awesome. You're already warmed up. People think, in my opinion, they can skip the warm up or like show up a little late. Never recommend that. No, no never. I, that's not what that means when it's warming your body. It's just the warmth. No, yeah, out. that's not what I was saying you were saying. but mm. um Hydration-wise, I think it's always important. Like, how much water should I drink? In the summer, more. Well, can you put a number on that? Even more than that. Just keep drinking water, dude, throughout. Oh, I think I drink enough. Dude, I don't ever think I drink
1: enough. Um, Especially this time of year, you just lose and so much. and Not trying to be weird and tell me if I should stop, but, like, even your urine color is a great indicator for oh, me. It's it's yeah. the simplest indicator I have. If it's too yellow, like getting Absolutely. toward brownish, like it's a problem, right? And you need to try and get that down toward lighter yellow, you know, clear as best you can. Um, that's the simplest way that I see as as checking your hydration level. Absolutely. And then I agree with what
0: Jake said about sweat bands. Um, I, I just invest. I bought like three more pairs from Rogue Fitness and I just have them on, on tap, ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll. But in that in that position, let's get to like the tough parts of working out in the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a grind. It's hot. Everybody's telling you how hot it is. Um, you're sweating when the warm up's going on. Like, oh my gosh, we didn't even work out yet. All those thoughts go through your head. It's tough to breathe because in Florida, the air is just thick with humidity compared to somebody somewhere like, you know, whatever, Las Vegas where it's just a dry heat or Arizona. Or it's super hot, but it's more of a dry heat and not as thick of a humidity. Um, I I think that just makes it different Um, for us as people who just work out outside. We don't have an air conditioning unit. We never will. Jake and I, you know, like to think that we'll never get an AC unit just because it'd be, I don't know, weird with the garage doors closed, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. You know, Mm -hmm. people be like, you guys should get AC. It's like, dude, okay. Then I close the garage doors and it looks like a freaking jail. It looks like a prison in here. Um, I don't know. I just truly I enjoy it. But now let's get to the part that people. You do you know, mind
1: sweating? Like I, I th- love it.
0: I love. I love. I sweat. hate. I hate in the winter time, dude. Where I leave and I got just like a little sweat, mm-hmm. like because it's so cold. Like you were saying, like yeah, like you said, the rig is cold when you put your hands on it, it. Just hurts your hands immediately. Your barbell's cold. It hurts your hands immediately. You know, no matter how warmed up you get or extra mm-hmm. stuff you do, and you know, blah blah blah. But just. In the, in the summertime, it's just awesome. One
1: like, of those days where, like, you wipe the sweat off your face and you can't keep up with the sweat that's coming. I know, coming. yeah. It just keeps dripping off your nose. And I'm like, I'm I wearing go, a sweat. I'm wearing a headband, go, too. right arm, and it, left arm. It right doesn't arm, even make a difference because it keeps dripping. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I like it. I just, I think, you know, don't be afraid of the sweat. I mean, it is, I you're, don't know, you're people, in that mode and it's just.
0: I think people don't get outside enough. If people just aren't outside, they're not used to it. Like, we, we grew up outside and. hmm we grew up just doing jobs outside or, you know, when we were working young, younger, like we would work at summer camps and we'd be outdoors with, you know, really? just doing, doing sports with kids and, and, and all that stuff. And we just grew up outside and people just aren't used to that, I think, sometimes. And they're used to being inside, AC, climate controlled. It's like, dude, this, this is not how life is always lived, you know? You mm-hmm. got to get outdoors and stuff like that. And, I think about my mom, you know, she's 65 now, and she's just like, she hates this time of year. She just hates how hot it is. It's just always talking about how hot it is. And I get it. It is, but, I mean, we do, I feel like somebody said this before. We do live in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. hot as hell. Mm-hmm. Now, when that workout does get tough.
1: And that can't detract you from living your life, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just part of the deal. Like when yeah, you got to get north. out, man. Yeah. Like, I got sure. goals. I got goals, and I'm not going to let the heat detract me from... Working out, exercising, hitting my goals. i That's just me. And then we'll get to, it, like, other stuff later. But sure. what are your thoughts
0: on, like, when that workout does get tough? This isn't just, just like, a hey, summertime in general. But when a workout gets tough, I feel like it's really happening to a lot of people right now with the heat. And it's, like, you know, people are verbalizing it mm. here and there a little bit more often maybe. But what are your thoughts when a workout does get tough? Like, what what is your mentality? What is your thought process there?
1: Um. So when a workout does get tough, whether you you get psyched out or in the midst of it or just starting, you went out too hot, I think you just, you take a big breath and you settle yourself down and you take it one rep at a time and just focus on little goals, right? Hey, I'm going to get through this next set of wall balls. All right, cool. I did that accomplishment. Boom. Okay, now I'm on the rig for toes to bar, hang knee raises. Boom. I'm going to chip away at this set. doesn't have to be all of them once, but I'm going to get through that. Boom, did it. Sense of accomplishment. On to the next one. Maybe it's a heavy barbell. Maybe it's a light barbell. Maybe you're cycling it one rep at a time. Just keep going through. I think focusing on yourself and kind of just blocking out the rest of the world for a second and having little achievable goals that give you that sense of accomplishment, um, I think that that really helps me. And sometimes some folks might go out too hot. They're like, shoot, I just went out way too hot. And they need to take that big breath, slow down, take it one rep, one set at a time, get back in the, in the zone they can maintain, right? Some folks just feel like, hey, I partied last night. I do not. I did not get enough sleep. The baby was crying. Hey, I did not eat well, whatever it is. And you just got to take it one set at a time too and take a big old breath. Maybe grab a sip of water, take a little 10-second just, you know, resettling of your brain and then get back in and know that when it does get tough, when you don't feel well, you didn't get enough sleep, the workout will end you oh, know dude. so just get it done for that day reset yourself for the next day and you're back in the battle dude i love that the way you said that because it goes back to what like my, my thought
0: process is and i say it sometimes when i'm coaching i probably don't say it enough mom always used to say it to me when i was like way younger like back when i was just like bullshitting around like talking to kids i'm like when we were younger playing youth soccer and mm-hmm. stuff like that i would be like trying to make friends out there and Like all this stuff And mom would talk to me about like Hey you gotta you gotta work hard Okay and I want you to work hard I know you want to talk to people that's fine (laughs) But you can I want you to work hard And you can rest later And you can talk to people later And that's the one (laughs) thing that like always goes through my head It's like she didn't mean it The way I use it now in my mind It's like hey you can rest later Like you can rest later And granted there's different ways to look at that statement you know, you said some people, and you can see it immediately from our perspective. I think just mm-hmm. doing it so long, you can see when somebody just makes a poor strategy decision, or if a workout's just too tough. And I, th- I, I think not too tough, but just tough. I don't want to say too tough. Um, but my thought process is just like, hey, you can rest later. You got this now. Like it, you're, you're gonna earn this finish. I want it to feel good. Yeah. I want to feel good when I finish, whether I win, lose, or come somewhere in between, I just want to make sure that this finish feels good, whether it's, and I'm always talking about, like, for time workouts especially, like, and AMRAP's challenging because you get through whatever that AMRAP is, and then sometimes you got to go right back to the top, and it's Uh that mental, Jake said it, you take a mental deep breath and be like, you got to have positive self-talk, in my opinion. Like, if you're somebody, you can see, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too, you can see and or hear, um, Because I talk to myself a lot, too, in in the middle of workouts to try and pump myself up. Or sometimes I'm detracting from my workout and saying, like, dude, you got to pick this shit up, man. Like, what are you doing, Zach? Like, pick it up. But you got to be your biggest, like, cheerleader. Yeah. Especially on the days that you don't want to be here. Like, you got to do it. Like, when I'm with the kids and stuff like that and I get both of them down for a nap, I'm like, dude, you just fucking crushed that. You just crushed it. I give myself, like, a self-five, like a high five to myself and just keep it moving. But that's that's the thought process, in my opinion. You got to have a positive mentality when a workout gets tough, and understand yes. like, hey, I'm going to be able to rest when it's over. I'm not stuck in this. Like, this isn't you know a nightmare that's never going to end. No, it's going to be over. You have a time yeah. domain. You have a time cap, and you're just trying to hit whatever it is that you're trying to hit in that given time. Like you 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 gotta you gotta think, hey, this is going to be over. I can rest after. But also. Don't be afraid to compliment yourself, and this is a good thought process just for like life in general. I think you gotta you gotta be able to tell yourself how good of a job you're doing, Absolutely. especially on the days you don't want to be here. Kind of goes back to our podcast last week, like when you're not motivated and stuff like that. Be
1: your biggest cheerleader. Absolutely, and I think that's a really good point about positive self-talk. Some people might think, "Oh, I gotta be negative on myself." Like, oh, dude, you're such a little. I used to be that way. yeah. You're such a little p-word.
0: Like you, you get come on. What are you doing? Like
1: that, your body, like thrives on constructive positive self-talk it's like a studied thing like you perform percentage points better when you have positive reinforcement than negative reinforcement so instead of thinking negative things when you're in the thick of it in the thick of the battle of a workout like think more positively like, i can do this i'm doing great like i'm gonna keep on going like one at a time awesome dude come on we can do this come on let's get back in come on let's get back in Bubba. let's do one more set all right three two all right dude nice job getting back in there here we go Let's let's start up again. Let's start. Let's let's start the engine. You know that kind of positivity, even when you're cheering people on, like we always try and go toward positive encouragement, because those type of those types of of, of communication languages, they they do more for the brain and the body and the mentality than does negative criticism, negative self talk. So always think about being positive with yourself versus negative too. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I I just. I think it's just a dangerous slope. Yeah, like people are negative in general,
0: you know what I'm saying. But like, if you bring that into, like, I I forget who I was talking about it like this morning. CrossFit's just a different kind of workout like scheme. You know, you Mm got to enjoy being competitive to some degree, and people be like, "Well, I'm not competitive." It's like, okay, but you are because of comments you made to me prior and stuff like that. Yeah, just competitive with yourself, like you just said. But you got to enjoy like showing up and getting your getting your ass kicked like every day. It's not like, Oh, today's going to be easy. No, yesterday was easy. Cause it's over. Mm-hmm. Today's going to be a challenge. You know what I mean? So you got to enjoy that aspect of, of just training at a high intensity. Absolutely. Um, they, so. they,
1: there's that, um, there's that Navy SEAL special operator, um, saying that the only easy day was yesterday. Yeah. And what it means is that, Oh, is that really a saying? It I, just is, came but up I with mean, that. I was saying it a little bit last just week joking. with Stay. Dave Gibbs said it. And Michael Campbell says it. He knows it. we go back and forth, and it's um, it's just a a, a notation that, you know, hey, every day's gonna have his own challenges, Bingo. and you can't, you got to reset every day and and attack again, and that's what you do. And we talked about again about this in a previous podcast. Is, you know, you can't get comfortable with what you did yesterday and think it's gonna last for the rest of your, you know. You got to keep reinvesting in yourself and your fitness and your health every single day. I like the that. Nutrition, yeah,
0: and it and then you know just continues to go back to what I said about like positive. Self talk. Yeah. You know, and words of affirmation are one of my, you know, languages that I really, really strive for and love to hear from, you know, whoever, from you, from my wife, from my kids, all that stuff. It really like fires me up to just hear, hey, you're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when you tell yourself that, I know it's like, it's a weird thought process, but it's, it's, it's big to be able to tell yourself, like, hey, you're doing, you're doing this. Like, you know, like in, in all walks of life, your job, your, parenting your hey i drove to the mall today or whatever dude just don't be afraid to really say like hey i i'm crushing life right
1: now Mm -hmm.
0: and that's a good thing i'm not saying be cocky or arrogant in the process but to tell yourself like hey you got this man like hey you're crushing it keep crushing it that's such a that's such a powerful thing in my opinion because like i said workouts are tough in crossfit Uh you don't need to be another detractor from Something You don't have to be tougher on yourself from something that's already just as challenging. Like, this workout's effing brutal. You got to make sure that you're thinking to yourself, okay, let's step up to the plate, and I'm going to tell myself, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can do this. In those tough moments, like, I got this. I I think the transition now that we talk about is like, well, how do you think about it in a, Like when you can't do a movement or something like that? Like what, are you, mm. what are you telling yourself? Like, hey, I have to get better at this. Like, pistols on Monday. Well, absolutely. Like, I, handstand walk. Those are just two of my biggest weaknesses right now. Absolutely. Like, what are you telling yourself? Like, hey, I got to do this.
1: Well, I think you were a great example of Monday's workout. But what I'll say in general is, you know, don't be afraid to modify your scale. 100%. You know, even when the workout gets tough and you're in that zone, like, take a, take the fives off your bar. You know, switch to hanging knee ridge. Just get through it, right? Get through the day. Um, when you're progressing to a new skill, which I think a lot of athletes are, right, they're leveling up whether that means, you know, you're going from movements that are beginner level movement to more of an intermediate level movement or intermediate level movements to more advanced movements and so on up the chain. Um, you know, it takes time. The body the body's most likely not just gonna grasp a skill like like that, dude. It just doesn't happen for most people, right? Unless you have like, you know, people would say a gymnastics background with a ton of hand eye you know, a ton of coordination in your body. Most likely you will have to go through a stage of Of hey, I just did one Tosa bar. F yeah, all right now I'm gonna try and link together two. A week later, got two. All right now three. Maybe two weeks later, you get you know three weeks. It's it's a gradual process of continuing to get. I was just talking to Sylvia about this too. To goals, little by little, you chip away at 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 those goals, and it's not going to be like a night and day thing. Like hey, I want to get five unbroken ring muscle ups. Like for someone who's never done that before, that's not going to happen tomorrow. You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna take time and and being real about it, and being real about the challenge about it, and, and, um, you know, celebrating the little goals of, hey, I got one muscle-up today, F yeah, all right, I'm gonna keep practicing, now I'm gonna try and work together and linking, you know, two muscles together, oh, I failed a bunch yesterday, today I failed a bunch, tomorrow I'm gonna, that's okay, but eventually you get that second one in a row, and then the third one comes, because you already got, you know, the first two, and then it becomes a little bit easier to cycle them together, and then, you know, slowly but surely, you know, a month or two later, you're starting to connect them, them all together, so I think, Having little milestones toward that end goal and celebrating those is, is a great way to kind of plan out progress to a, to a higher level movement, if that makes any sense.
0: It makes a lot of sense. And yeah. I, I think the other thing that I know you know and that I know um, is you can't really be worried about what other people think. Absolutely, I think that's one of the biggest attractors in this. Just like, hey, I want to be competitive. Cool. Then you got to be able to take a step back to take, as we say this, dude, take so many steps forward. Take one step back so you can move yourself forward, and that's just the mindset I was in on Monday. Like, I suck at pistols, and I'm not the best at dips, and it might be a little bit different for me because I'm not putting my score in every single day. And that, but that goes to what I just said. Like, are you that worried that you didn't press RX or RX Plus because of dips or pistols or that? And so, like, oh, I got to do, I got to do box step ups instead of the pistols. I can't do those. I can't be seen using a band on pistols or a band on ring dips can't be seen doing that so it's just tough because i want to get better at dips because it's going to make my uh ring muscle-ups a lot better i have such shit ankle mobility that and i'm not trying to make excuses i'm not good at pistols and they bother my knee a lot but i don't want to run from that challenge um any longer and i want to mm. i want to get better at those um and just just progress with flexibility progress with those movements Cause like i was saying those these things just all like all go into one You know, like, if you avoid one thing, and that's the biggest thing CrossFit used to be about, is, hey, if you're avoiding something, you have a hole in your fitness. You know, if I put, like, a bingo hopper of all the, you know, movements in CrossFit just written on a little white ball, what would you say is the movement that you pray doesn't come up? Like, I just am turning. I'm turning the the hopper, they call it. They call it the hopper model. So when you go through that thought process— what ball, what movement do you hope doesn't come out of that little hopper? All right. Like we're playing bingo here. All right. They say the model is that that is the movement that you should dive headfirst into to become the best at. And I'm guilty of it too, guys. Like when you're in that position, you don't want to struggle, especially in front of your peers or others or, you know, people that, for me, that come to our gym. And I'm just at that point where I just like, hey, man, I just got to get better. You know, Absolutely. I, I don't, I don't care. Like you're going to see me struggle I, on the handstand walks. The last time I fell so hard on my ass, like my, my butt cheek was black and blue. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you look like an effing idiot right now. And then I took a deep breath. Like Jake said, stood up and then said, let's do it again. Absolutely. And then I fell again and then slowly but surely it started getting better and better and better, but it's just practice, man, practice and repetition and not being afraid to fail. Not being afraid to put yourself out there in front of again, yeah. your friends, your peers, your family, et cetera, et cetera, I just, I just get proud when people don't care about that stuff and like, hey, I gotta, just gotta get better at that and not worry about fucking stupid buttons to push on a computer screen that nobody's gonna remember ten days from now, seven, two days from now, nobody's gonna care. You gotta think like, okay, well, long term, what, what is gonna benefit me the most to get better? And
1: I think it's a really important point. I think. To get better at at movements, you have to eliminate pride and ego, and focus on you know grinding through and failing, and then succeeding and then failing again and succeeding a little bit more and then failing some more and then succeeding toward your final goal. And I think it's really important. I mean, how do you think anybody gets good at anything? You, know, you think it. these CrossFit Games athletes, just do it. they just showed up and they were like the fittest on earth? It doesn't work that way. They go through the same struggles. Rich Froning was that, pretty good. That though. that we do, you know. Um, like as an example, I know that um, I remember a couple years ago I had to work on what's called butterfly ring muscle ups, which is where you do butterfly ring muscle ups, and it was for the Grid League. And I just, dude, I initially sucked at them. I could not do them. I couldn't get the concept. I would do one at a time, and I would come down and feel like my shoulders going to rip out of their sockets. And but it was a goal for me for that particular Grid season, the summertime. A few years ago. And so I just kept chipping away, dude. I took video every time I practiced and I noticed I was getting better and better. And I'd analyze the video and see, Hey, no, I need to do this more or, Hey, I, that looked good. Let me do more of that. And then, you know, I started to link together two of them. All right. Then I realized some more of what I had to do. I had to, you know, focus on more of a, a swing up and I had to really lock out the dip. And then I started to get three or four together. And then finally I'm, I'm putting together a set of seven, eight, nine, you know, big stuff. And so you just can't be afraid to put yourself in, in the embarrassing moment, in the embarrassing like, moment, because that's how you grow, right? Yeah. Same thing right now. I, I struggle with crossovers, with the jump rope. I do. I, I I'm not good, so I got myself a beaded rope, and I now I have to now I'm locked in. I gotta just practice that. Um, similar for snatches. Everyone can say, oh, they know I'm not the best at heavy weightlifting snatches, and it's been a long-term goal, but I just got to keep, you know, working on it on a regular basis, and I'm not afraid to, you know. Go light because I know I'm investing in something for the future. Just like, you know, you're investing in your your long term 401k or long term whatever. Like, you know, it's going to pay off because you're putting in this work now. Love it.
0: Yeah, I love that. I mean, I don't want to keep pushing on the same subject and just coming up with new ways to say it. I sure. Just, I I love what you said. I I love what both of us said. Um, it's just about doing it. Yep. Like in in the end of it, well, I can't do this. Okay. Well, how are we going to do it? We got to have a plan. We got to be able to build to that, etc. And I just, I, I think that's the biggest concern for people who say they want to get better. They they do a good job of saying it. Mm-hmm. I need your actions to match your words. Absolutely. And I'm, hey, again, number one culprit can be me sometimes about saying, hey, or like having this belief like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna win this competition or podium this time, and have your actions matched your thought process or your words. Just, just, just—that's something to consider. Absolutely, something to consider. And I'm guilty of it too. I think Jake, Jake admits that he can be guilty of that potentially too. Sometimes, for sure. So think, as you're going through it, just are your actions matching your words, guys?
1: That's an easy way. And now we're gonna move. You want go yeah, one more point and go? No, ahead no, no. On. I just wanted to move on to our last topic, which will be a little, a little outlandish, but it's fun. A little future thinking. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just want to talk about the gym, um, just because it's
0: fun to think about. You know, we opened in January 2016, January 2nd, 2016. um, Coming up on, you know, at this point, almost seven and a half years, which is really cool to think about. Um, A lot of people, even people who are listening to this podcast, they just don't don't know and they can't, you know, they can't know what it was like in the beginning when it was me and you and Mm -hmm. just brutal. I mean, Jake and I... Like, just thinking about it, guys, I, I don't know, I just think about random things when I can't sleep at night, you know, and it's just tough to think back to, you know, us in the beginning, because we were at each other's throats, yep. and, you know, they say, hey, don't start a business with your family or friends, and what did we do? We started immediately with our, you know, our sibling, <laughs> and it was brutal. It was brutal in the beginning. I think we, we hadn't lived together in, dude, how many years? Like, six years? Yeah. And... It was just tough. I was literally, you know, 22, 23 years old when we started this. And just thinking back, you know, I've, I've said it before. Like I, I probably wasn't ready for that, but to be where we're at now, I had to go through that and make the mistakes of immaturity and just being a, a little prick sometimes, um, to get to where we're at now. And people see the now, and I always like saying this, people see the now, but that's not always what it was. Um, so it's, it's really appreciative for Jake and I to see what we've built and what you guys have helped us built. But at the same time, those doubts, um, never go anywhere. At least for me, I'm sure you're the same oh, absolutely. way. You know, people will quit the gym. Some of our best friends have quit the gym or moved things like that. People we thought would never quit, have quit the gym. And you know, that used to really make us lose sleep. I'd say, mm-hmm. um, And, you know, it's just interesting. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't bother us now, but I've learned that, hey, I'm I'm not going to, you know, lose my mind because this is the business. In the beginning, I didn't get it. When I was working as a CrossFit coach, Mm -hmm. I knew, hey, these people are just going to be here and they're going to show up and I'm going to coach whoever's here. But then when it affects your bottom line, when you start your own business, it's like, oh, shit, we lost X amount of people this month. Oh, we gained this amount of people this month, et cetera, et cetera. And I think people just think like, oh, wow, there's a lot of people in this class. Oh, wow. Like, like, uh, you know, and yeah, that's good. But we just, I don't know. From, from a futuristic perspective, there's so many things that run through our head, like equipment we want to buy and spaces. Like people keep asking, I don't know, I'm sure you've gotten the question, like, hey, you guys going to get this space over here? It's 5,000 square feet and an extra $7,000. So... No, we're not gonna get that space but if these plumbers ever effing move yeah we're gonna grab that space and those are things that we think about and then immediately it's like okay well what are we gonna buy well oh, we got to buy more mats we got to buy this and you know I don't know it's just cool to think about all the potential mm-hmm. that we can still have with a business that's seven and a half years in Absolutely. in my opinion and you can go and Al I think brother, that's because, I talked for a little bit
1: I think that's because our product quote unquote I'm not saying it's, our product is I know what you mean. Is, is people, yeah. is and our product is always changing and always dynamic and always growing and progressing and coming in new from not knowing what, you know, so our product is always changing, and it gets me excited for, for this next on-ramp that's coming up, and I guess the thought that we had on this subject to end is, you know, where do we see the gym 5, 10, 15 years out? Where do we see the fitness industry, the, the CrossFit, you know, the exercise health industry, where do we see that five, 10, 15 years out? And, you know, I think it's, it's continuing the strategy that we have of, you know, me and Zach are the ones who are providing the, the coaching on a regular basis. That's been kind of what we love to do. We're not owners who, you know, go in the back and twiddle our thumbs while someone else is out here, you know, running the gym. This is, this is, you know, you sign up for bloodline, you get the bloodline, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that you're going to see that you know, we've 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 seen more people move down here from other spots and start the gym from different gyms that they were part of, right? So I think that'll continue to be a thing. Um, we've seen that our athletes continue to grow and progress that have stayed with us, and that'll continue to be a thing. Totally. Like I we've talked about before of getting excited about the prospect of athletes accomplishing more and more um, advanced level movements and progressing from, you know, ring rows to pull ups to muscle ups or from you know, bar pushups to toe pushups to ring pushups to handstand pushups or from, you know, the open to quarterfinals or from, you know, quarterfinals to master semifinals or, you know, having a whole contingent that goes out and does things. I think that what you'll see from the fitness industry in general is that um, more people within the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years will continue to need to exercise and be fit and healthy. You look at the rates of heart disease, obesity, um, diabetes—you name it; the list goes on. Those type of things continue to increase and change, um, in terms of getting worse for our for our country. Agreed, right? And some things that are scary are, you know, incidences of childhood obesity, right, or being overweight as children. And it's tough. I mean, there's a combination of a lot of things, right? Me and Zach aren't doctors, but what you could easily point to is. Okay, the food choices that are there, right? The meals that the kids are eating. um, Increase in sedentary lifestyle based on, like, more digital toys. So what is that? What are you trying to say? Kids are less likely to go outside and play and more likely to just be on their their phones and their tablets and the video games and stuff, right? Um, Adults who have more digital digital jobs and stuff and working in the office and working at home, uh, less outside, so... What I'm trying to say is Zach's getting mad at me for this is people will continue <laughs> to know, need to love a tangent, dude. dude. I love a tangent anyways. <laughs> I think what I'm trying to say is that it's going to be even more important and there's going to be even more value and demand for fitness yeah. within the next five, 10, 15, 20 years. <laughs> and, um, that's why we exist, right? That's why we exist. Questions we get. Are you going
0: to hire a coach? In my opinion, I don't know if we ever will. My mom's on my ass, like our mom's on our ass. Hire a coach. Hire. Somebody. You have two kids now. <laughs> okay, how am I going to pay for everything if I'm giving somebody else a salary or this or that? You know, and I'm not trying
1: to sound like a douchebag, guys. This is just all we do. Like we, like I said, I have hobbies. I like to, you but, know. But it's right. It's, I mean, that's that is all we do. We're not. We don't have like a. This is our full-time gig. man. We're not. You know, out sending an email. And there's. Not, I'm just as an example. We're not out you know, selling roofing tiles and making sales calls for, for the newest, you know, paper, paper, whatever. I'm just the <laughs> Mifflin paper company. Like Michael we're Scott. not, we're not doing a, we're not doing real estate and then coming in the coach. Like this is what we do. Yeah. And I like that, dude. I want, I want my coach to have his just whole, be coach. whole energy and whole expertise and whole mindset be around coaching. Like that's yeah. what I want. For sure. When I asked him a question, I know they thought about it a hundred times. And I know that they've probably answered that question before and they know how to best give guidance. Like, that's what I want.
0: I love it, man. Um, you know, and I don't know, guys. I just, this is awesome. It's an awesome gym. I, you know, I worry that sometimes Jake and I are like, you know, Jake wanted to initially, and we we just sucked in the beginning, dude. We were not good. Like, we didn't go to school to be businessmen. And we just sucked in the beginning. And Jake thought about going to the Navy SEALs, you know, and he was going to just leave me. And I was going to be like, well, fuck, I can't do this by myself. Or at least I thought I could. And then I would have realized very soon, like, there's no way, you know. Um, but, and then I was like, okay, I'm probably going to move back to Buffalo at one point. And then that never happened. And it was just like, dude, this is just what we're supposed to be doing, I feel like. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just enjoy it. And I know people probably get sick, as sick AF, like with us and. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, this guy again? Shit. I thought the other guy was going to be here. I can see it on some of the new people's face when I'm here. They're like, oh, it's this guy. Oh, my gosh. Um, but it's just funny. I, I just love this job. you know, And, we'll and I conti- love the people we get to. And, dude, you come in in a bad mood. It's all good. Take your bad mood out on me. You know, like, I don't, I don't always get why you're taking it out on me. But I'd rather you come in stressed as hell and then leave in a good mood and, and all that stuff. But this is just a job that, you know, I think a lot of people see and they're like, Oh, that just seems awesome. And it is, man, you know, and it's just cause we took the chance and,
1: you know, did it, I think. so. And, you know, we, we, we love the fitness industry. We love the health and exercise industry. We're since high school, I, you know, I've been a gym rat, you've been a gym rat. We just love this stuff intrinsically you know, you have a family that you want to see do CrossFit, so... I do. You have kids that you want to see grow up into the into the CrossFit landscape, and, you know, we have... We're excited about the Beginners Program, the new folks that continue to come in each month, and you should be excited, too, because it's just... It's awesome. We get to stay open. You know, and it's awesome to see new folks, new personalities, new goals come in, and that'll continue to be a thing, um, no matter if it's mo- monthly or every other month. And, uh, you know, you see in the free trial class, you see new folks, you're like, oh, man... You just be surprised. Like there are there are folks out there who, who don't know about CrossFit, who don't know that we're here. Who are like, hey, I live down the road. I never knew you guys were here. And yeah, We've been open for seven and a half years. Yeah, you know, for real. So it's just it's it's just exciting to see more and more folks, you know, realize that there's an opportunity for them to get fit and healthy. And you know, once you start that journey, um, you know, it's it's a cool road to go down. Very cool, very cool road to go down. Avenue, Boulevard, Street parkway
0: place i don't know lane court um guys thanks for tuning in as always to these episodes um if you made it this far thanks um if you're not subscribed subscribe turn on turn on notifications um get in for this workout today man this is a great one get in normal classes thursday friday saturday close sunday as always i'll see you guys soon Thanks for listening. To a pessimist,
1: but to me, negative thinking means I'm just realistic. I saw feeling that a twisted view claimed that I don't care if people think, but is that really true? Those are the type of questions that I struggle with. That's the type of thing to keep me up at night. Wondering, I wonder if the pressure I've been
0: under is too much in my shoulders. Who gon' not care when this all fades?